Welcome to Mostly Max and Other Things. I am the aforementioned Max. Welcome. Uh, thank you for joining me again for another week of rambling and ranting. How's everybody doing? Are we still washing our hands and masking it up and trying to get to the vaccine? Um, actually, I have to see about um, getting to it myself um, since apparently I am eligible now because I'm an asthmatic and uh, a fat, which is which counts as a comorbidity. Yay me. Um, what was I going to say? Um, let's just get into it because your girl's not feeling her best today. So bear with me. My voice is a little raspier than usual. And, you know, while I don't go outside anymore <laughs> to catch colds, your, your allergies just won't let your girl prosper. So it's a bad asthma day and a bad allergy day. So bear with your girl. So let's get into it. This week in White Nonsense, um, we had Justin Timberlake's long-awaited apology. Psych, we wasn't waiting for that shit. This motherfucker prospered for his whole fucking life off the backs of other people. First in NSYNC. Apparently, there needs to be justice for J.C. Chazez. Um, I didn't pay attention to them, so, you know, I don't know. Um, but once the... Uh, documentary about Britney came out and it made it hot for him <laughs> he felt the need to apologize saying things like I've seen the messages tags comments and concerns and I want to respond I'm deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right I understand that I fell short in those moments and in many others, and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. Nigga, suck my dick, first of all, because, bitch, you could give a fuck. And also, shout out to whoever his comms person was, because this roach boy, ramen-headed demon, was not about that action. But, okay, I specifically want to apologize for to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually because I care and respect these women I care for and respect these women and I know I failed nigga you had let's see you you built your whole shit off of shitting on Britney when it was the you know that was the brand and that's what everybody did so you had more than a decade to find this girl's number and holla at her but go off and you pulled Janice titty out in 04, my nigga, it is 2020 motherfucking one. But you sorry. I'm certain you could find her number two, send her a, a fucking edible arrangement of some shit, and fucking talk to her directly. But we're going to do this performative ass white boy shit. Because that's what we do now. Speaking of performative white boy bullshit, um, you know, just before I go any further, it's still fuck fuck JT forever. Just fuck him. Fuck him till he dies. Um, speaking of white nonsense and white boy foolishness and fake apologies, um, the bachelor blew up. Um, the bachelorette and shit blew up too, because, um, on the current season with the cornball who will likely pick a white woman <laughs> at the end of it all. Um, 
it came out that one of the girls that's still on the show um, had been, was she doing like blackface and like putting mad racist shit up and doing culture? She was hitting the double, double, triple, triple like of racist fucking bullshit. I mean, she dressed up as a First Nations person. She went to, uh, I guess, a plantation ball themed function and took pictures. I thought I heard something about blackface, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that's what they do. Um, she made a fake apology. Um, and then the sister, um, who was the first bachelorette, bachelorette, a uh, black bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay, um, was talking to the host of the show, Chris Harrison, about the situation. And Mans was like, shouldn't we show her some grace? She made a mistake a couple years ago. B, it was like five years. And like, you know, the woke police are coming to like punish this poor girl and she doesn't deserve it and blah, blah, blah and all this other bullshit. And it's like, sir, can we, can we just not, can we not? Anyway, <laughs> he said what the fuck he said, right? He said it with his chest and then came out later and was like, I apologize for perpetuating historical racism and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to step aside from the, the bachelor for an undetermined time or whatever the fuck. It's like, nah, you meant what you said, bro. I would respect it more if these cats would just be like, yeah, I said what the fuck I said. I meant that shit. I don't give a fuck. I ain't never had to think about nothing having to do with no anybody else who ain't white or male in my whole motherfucking life. And that's the way I fucking like it. If you bitches don't like it, you can suck my dick. I would take that over, you know, this fake namby-pamby, you know, press release that these bitches be wanting to give us about their fake feelings about harming the BIPOC community, which... I get, like, you know, folks like to trot out new terms to try to encompass everyone who gets offended by white people. But sometimes you're not really talking about everybody. You're just talking about black folks sometimes. So, like, can we just not just call it black people things? I get it. Everybody is offended by white people because that's what they do. Everybody who isn't white always gets their time in the box with these folks. But sometimes when when we use the term BIPOC, we're not really talking about everybody. We talk about black people. And it's okay to just say black people. So I just I felt like I needed to say that because I'm really tired. Um But yeah, so he stepped aside. He's not gonna host the after the rose shit. He's not gonna um do whatever. Rachel was like, I'm tired of you crack is bullshit. Y'all don't know how to behave. I told y'all last year, if you don't get it together, I'm out. I'm definitely out now. And shouts to her. Um, and also shouts to everybody else. Cause basically for a long time, it was just Rachel eating all this shit. Cause when she was a bachelorette, you know how they do it. They keep the big energy for the black girls. They were running her into the ground on the internet, you know, and here comes fucking Chris, this fake ass bitch sitting in front of her face. Like, uh, how hard was it? You know, and blah, blah, blah. I'm so concerned about bachelor nation and la 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 and all these, uh, noises. Like he gave a fuck when, <laughs> Well, he was really about that fuck that woke shit. <laughs> That's really what he was about. I mean, are we surprised? Are we surprised? No, we're not. Anyway. Anyway, so they're they're having their moment of reckoning and discussing stuff and, you know, people who are fans of the show who have been calling them out for this bullshit. Um, from the time they got sued by a bunch of black booger wolves who were upset about 
not getting onto the show because black and all of that sort of thing. Those dudes were unfortunate. They were not going to get on the show regardless, but I understand what they were doing and, and shouts to them, but they were not. No. Anyhow. Um, yeah. So the shit is like old bullshit at this point. And like, if it goes the way of the Dodo, which it isn't going to, because the bachelor is a fucking institution, literally. And a lot of people are eating off of that. And I didn't realize that they contract these people for X amount of time. So cats were staying in line because they wanted to keep eating. And I also noticed that all of the newer people who have been on the bachelor in the last few years are the ones who've been speaking up. And interestingly, Tasha, the most recent black bachelorette, um, came out with the with the gun spraying and and I get it because she's from the OC so she knows about some racism <laughs> and she was sticking a shit too and she had some words and I was impressed and they didn't let Rachel sit out by herself like they had been doing so I guess everybody felt like it was all right to come forward and they did that and everybody who wasn't wasn't white on the last few seasons was like yo y'all got a problem y'all should do something about it Maybe they'll do something. I don't really see it. Ain't nothing fucking with the money yet. And ABC's not going to press them to do nothing. So I feel like, like most of these things, it's for stunts and shows. Um, and the cats who, I mean, Chris Harrison been telling you who he was. He lightweight was like, oh, we could get more black people. But, you know, they might stop watching. Who's going to watch that? Mm, okay, buddy. And the cat who created the show is pretty much like, oh boy, we got to bring on some Negroes. So yeah, if you got this kind of mentality popping into place, this is why, you know, give people who ain't white more things so that we can see the things that we want to see with the intelligence that we want to see it with because the gatekeepers don't look like us and this is the type of shit you get when they don't. So that's it for... uh white nonsense roundup if you want to call it that even though i think that's branding uh i do not uh steal people's shit so you know but yeah it was a fucking nonsense festival speaking of nonsense festival anus mouth you know the uh impeachment 2.0 went the way we all thought um somebody likened it i think it was uh Brittany cooper on twitter and she was like this looks like those cases that they would do back in the day where it was like all white juries and shit and you know they would they wouldn't they would listen to all of the things and the cast would be guilty as fuck and everybody would know it and they would just acquit the motherfuckers like in 15 minutes it was just like that even down to like cats who were on the jury who were witnesses because everybody in there was a witness right so it wasn't a question of whether or not people had proof that it happened everybody who was there who were in the jury were people who were there when it happened. So it was no question as to whether it happened or who did it or whatever, whatever. And the impeachment, you know, house management team did they thing, you know, called the thing a thing, showed you the video, the nigga hyping everybody up. He guilty, he guilty, he guilty. He told you himself he guilty. You know what I'm saying? You know, watching the cops get waxed, all that shit. But we knew what it was. Everybody knew what it was. Well, not, not everybody. Not everybody knew. Black folks knew. <laughs> anyway, who ain't white knew. <laughs> we knew all this shit was going to go down. Basically, all that shit, Turtle McGee got up, was like, yeah, acquittal. And then got up because he's a fat fucking troll-ass bitch. He got up and was like, that boy guilty, though. And somebody should lock that motherfucker up. 
Not me though. Somebody. <laughs> and then he was like, we couldn't, we couldn't, you know, come after him while he was still in office. But, you know, I couldn't in good conscience vote for him, you know, vote to um vote guilty because, you know, he's not in office. Yeah, he's not in office because you made sure that this shit wouldn't jump off until after he was out where he would face no real consequences, just like the rest of you motherfuckers. And it's all about consolidating power, as always. And you're a roach. And I hope they dropped you when they tried to pick your old desiccated ass up and walk, run your ass out of there because your ass was too old to fucking run, you bitch. I, I, I just, all the worst things for them all. I just want them. I mean, Ted Cruz was colluding with the motherfucking defense team in front of our faces. Where they do that at? Like, what court case you know about where the juror be pulling up on the defense team like, look, this is what y'all need to say. Not like it fucking matters. They barely had a defense for this cat. I mean, literally it was dog whistles, fuck shit, and whataboutism. And that was really the fucking case. Like, you know how many times the Democrats said fight? <laughs> Bitch, what? Like, it was like, this was like a a, a master class in time wasting and, and running up legal bills that ain't gonna get paid. Let's keep it a buck. I mean, like, they brought in an ambulance chaser to um help man's them like this was of no consequence i don't even know why they even bothered because there was no real way that you could possibly defend this cat but here we are anyway it went the way it went and people were shocked baby shocked shocked that he got off like have you not been paying attention there are no repercussions for actions anymore like you can do whatever you want and i feel like based on the the, this playbook joe could do whatever he wanted he ain't gonna you're already telling us he's not gonna do anything about student loans which would be like someone said on twitter the slam dunk like if you said look did all these loans bro like it's over like you good you free you could not pay the majority of your income off of you know loan payments that don't even make a dent in the fucking full cost of the thing that you fucking finance like people be paying for 10 years and they be like oh good i made a dent and they be like nope that's just the interest you still owe us eighty thousand dollars after a decade listen as far as i'm concerned jesus paid it um best of luck i fully expect that i'm going to die with this debt so it makes life a little easier to bear when you realize that you will never be free of it so you know just a tip from an old um yeah i mean cats don't want to win if he wanted to do whatever he wanted to do the playbook is there man's did whatever he wanted for four years why couldn't you come in blast your guns and be like boom money guns we send in a money gun to everybody's house full of like 10 yards y'all can spray money on your beds and roll around it and pay your bills that's what we doing here now who would say no to that not me the democrats probably but not me the republicans too but not me Anyway, that's that on that. So this week, I got to talk to one of my other faves, um, Angela Williams, who is a fantastic writer and a good friend of mine and the very first white woman on the show. So we had a fantastic conversation. It was really funny um, and really like she's just she's really smart. Like she's super brilliant and like an amazing writer. And I can't wait till you guys get to see the work that she does. 
And um, yeah, I think it was a great combo. And it's coming up in two seconds. Today on the podcast, I have a wonderful writer, a gourmand, a cat mama, mm. and an all-around dope person, and and the very first white person on oh. the podcast. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Angela Williams. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Mostly Max and Other Things. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be here, my friend. Yay, I'm glad to have you. Yeah. Hey. Glad to have you. I'm glad that we are doing this and we get to chat on the yeah, chat first, show. First white person, you know, I don't see color, Max, but if I <laughs> um, you know, that would be really notable. It's very exceptional. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so let's get into it. What do you do and why do you do it? Well, um, that is a big question. What do I do? I'm in the process of transitioning from a career in marketing, sales, advertising uh, into a writing career, which is something I've always wanted to do for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to say, like, I've been doing a lot of thinking about imposter syndrome mm -hmm. and boundaries and respect and things like that. So, um, I don't know if there's one silver lining to this god awful pandemic, et cetera, is, you know, I had a burst of YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, it's now or never, right? So get it together, follow, follow your dream. You know, if it doesn't work, at least you tried it. I mean, there's only the regrets that you don't do something, not that you ever did something. Right. So, that's where I'm at right now. And so I'm aggressively sort of pursuing um, a, a, a writing career. Um, Finally. So now, why am I doing it? Well, you know, I thought about a lot uh, that too. Um, I, I, I think of writing as like, number one, to entertain. Mm -hmm. And number two, just to work through a lot of like trauma and mm -hmm. abuse and those stories that, mm -hmm. that um, Kind of taking that and using writing as a as a medium for catharsis in that way, mm -hmm. and if I can help open up um, avenues of conversation for other people, avenues of thought, and that would be really special. So that's why I want to do this personally to expunge those nasty vibes and feelings, but then also like maybe help somebody else out from a dark place. Well, you know, I've been a fan of your writing from even before I met you, so I'm happy that you're going down this path, and you know. Share, getting ready to share all the amazement whatever's that's in your mind yeah, you've always been a big champion of mine um in that way and it's just you don't know like in like the darkest depths of like i don't know if i should do this i don't have any faith in myself like just knowing that at least one person out there one friend is so supportive and like you said even before i met you you were just so supportive so it's like <laughs> you didn't owe me anything like you're, you're not trying to be nice. You were just like, yeah, this is good. Like, you're great. Like, do this for a living, you know, 15 yeah, like, years later. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Um, some background. I found Angela's blog. Yes. When, yep. when the old used to blog and I found her blog in a randomizer on blogger. Remember mm -hmm. blogger? So I started reading her, like it's, it like landed on a really old post. I didn't know where she was in her life at this point, but I was like, oh my God, 
is she okay? <laughs> like it was a lot of information. And I was, it was like a um, cereal for me. I was reading it every day instead of working. So at some point, I don't remember what happened, but we, I, we, I think I, oh, I'm, I think I, <laughs> like a creep, <laughs> I think I responded to one of your old posts. <laughs> I think I'm left like a, um, like a comment or something. And then I guess we just started going back and forth and then we met up and then we became friends. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. <laughs> okay. So second question, how did you get started? Well, through that, that blogger, I guess, is sort of how I started writing a lot of like personal essays, sort of that format. I mean, I've always been writing. I was writing in high school. I wrote this, this one essay. We were supposed to write about a family member. And, and I, chose, I chose this very special family member to me. And I wrote this very sad piece about his sad eyes. And anyway, my English teacher was so impressed by it. <laughs> of course she was. Yeah, she pulled me aside. She's like, is this about like your younger brother? Do you, is is he okay? Is he mentally, you know, I'm like, oh, I wrote it about my dog. <laughs> she was like, I, I think she was pissed and then she was also impressed. About <laughs> <laughs> a fucking animal. About <laughs> a damn dog. She's, like she was in tears over this poor child, I imagine. I mean, that's, that's the power of good writing, though. Power words. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just sort of having that power and knowing that I could evoke that kind of emotion and an emotional response, you know, even about that damn dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, okay, this is addictive. This is, this is fun. So, you know, twists and turns. I've always been writing, um, you know, whether it's through marketing materials and advertorials and that sort of stuff, the stuff that actually you know, pays the bills. Mm -hmm. um, and then just, you know, deciding to take a leap of faith and, 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 and trusting my own self and my own ability to, to put creative words together. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, writing is a hard skill. It's, it's, everyone needs to do it now. Everything is, you know, written. It's all, it's all communication now. It's true. So you're it's never true. not writing, really. That's true. That's, I mean, like, that's for, I'm glad that you acknowledge that you've always been a writer. Like some yeah. people get to it later and they're like well you know I never wrote before but it was like um yeah yeah emails and tweets and, and you know yeah being witty on the internet sometimes counts yeah <laughs> I actually thought about like you know illiteracy used to be like a big thing in the 80s and now it's like is that even a thing anymore or is people don't have the attention span for it like I feel like people kind of like you know I'm, I mean I'm guilty of it sometimes too where it's like oh they're just reading the the title of whatever it is they didn't actually read it and they're reacting off that right. which is how people get fucked basically by editors when they change the title and fuck up the whole intention of whatever it is that's in the article to get those rage clicks so totally and i think people i'm not sure if people are aware of this but the people who write the article are not the same people who write the headlines no they are not uh, i've you know linda linda got got that way yeah um, in that famous article that she'd written she was like yeah. i did not pick that title <laughs> but you know the dog pile had already started so you know there was no turning back once they had that and you know the publication got all the rage clicks that they wanted um days and days of bullshit yeah. you know so many impressions and so many whatevers and so, so, so they don't really like 
they got her material. They don't really need to respect her beyond that. Right. So people just kind of stay in that one place because people's memories are long for stupid shit. Yeah. But here's the thing, like they've abused her trust now. Is she ever going to write for that publication again? I mean, that's what I think. I about it. I don't think she ever did either. Because why would you after that? It's about the short term, right? The short term right. game. Nobody's really into creating these long-term relationships that build and foster authenticity, mm-hmm. trust, value. It's just all about those short-term rage clicks, like you say. Yeah, it's you know it's that sh- that quick shot of adrenaline mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. so they could say it to their advertisers, "Well, look, we've gotten this many impressions and this many eyeballs." And Bleh. oh, that's like uh, back, you know, when I was working at different publications like that, it was always about get the story going viral. It's like, well, that's not how virality works. First of all, <laughs> you just right. don't. You don't do it by request. We need this post to go. We need this Instagram to go. It's like that's my, my guy. That's not how it works. Like, <laughs> Quiet boomer. That's not how it works. Boomer. It's always, or some like older Gen X dude who just has recently grasped, you know, make it go viral. Like very go- vaguely grasped. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Just please leave the room. Let the let the kids talk about it, all right? You old. <laughs> old. No, but it's always about those those impressions. We need to show growth year over year, month over month, impressions and blah, blah, blah. And it's like I've seen so many publications go from great to garbage just because it's always like they got some guy to come in, some white guy to come in, always some fucking white guy um, to come in and you know reshape the structure and reorganize and they pivot to blah blah pivot, blah. pivot to video i still remember that it was just like why are we doing this creating all this garbage video content no one's gonna watch right it was all, it was all based on on a lie mm-hmm. so many people lost their jobs because of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i saw especially people- once all the vcs came along and started you know putting money into the money guns and spraying it all over everything it just tanked the whole shit because it was all about getting to the money that's it. VCs are the worst thing to happen to media, period. Absolutely. You can't convince me anything otherwise. They're just Absolutely. little vampires. Just sucking the blood of the whole shit. Totally. Any hooser. The conversation's going to go wherever. I told you. <laughs> so, um, next question. What do you hope to achieve? What is like, you know, the, the thing that looks like the perfect thing for your career? You know, I'm thinking about personal goals and I kind of, I'll keep those close to, to, to the vest, to the chest, whatever that phrase is. I'll keep them close. Um, Cause I've got little starry eyes too. I want to, I want to win prizes. I want to be, you know, I want to do my thing. I want people to love my work. Um, but I think the pinnacle of success would be where I could get to a place to help other people. Mm. That's sort of like, if I, if, if I get all that I want and I'm in a place to help lift up other people and help them, you know, open those doors, get those, that would be like, for me, I just, I would be on cloud nine. Like that would be like, okay, now I've made it. I've made something of myself. I mean, cause that's what you, I mean, most people, well, you would hope most people, oh, yeah. not everybody, <laughs> but that's like high levels. Like that, that's the thing I like too. Like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody will be helped by this, but <laughs> if as far as conversations and people are like, oh, this shit is lit. I never thought of X, Y, Z before. I feel like, all right, I'm good. If I haven't harmed anybody, if I haven't like made someone's head fly off, or if I did, if it's someone I don't care about, well, you know, 
Fly that's away. also a reward. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a, a, a blessing in itself. Did I did I pop a vessel? <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> If I can enrage the right people and I've got the proper security in place, because those people are getting real they are wilding. Wilding. Woo. Like it was it was always sort of like an ephemeral violence that w- existed mm. in other place, like on the internet. And so yeah, you should just be on the internet, but now they, they want to like come outside and do shit. Yeah. Like I it, mean it doesn't ever stay on the internet now. Cass is like, you know what? I'm gonna go in the garage, I'm gonna build these bombs, and then I'm gonna try to put them in places. Yeah, that's that's real shit. That's that's the future, I think. Um, you know, I feel like the next four years is gonna be popping, popping with that kind of bullshit. And I don't think that any of these cats are ready for it. Like we can see it very easily, but I don't think that these cats are prepared. Like it ain't gonna be kumbaya, guys. There's guys that you sit with every day who were plotting on your death. So I don't think. Yeah, that's something that really bothers me. It's like, I, I've, I've thought about this too. I've been doing a lot of thinking this pandemic curse, just thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these, you know, the old leadership in the Dem, Democratic Party and just, you know, po- career politician that's been the centrist Dems, you know, they, they look on their Republican counterparts as colleagues. Yeah. And like, oh, we share coffee. We have, you know, we share a salad. Like they, these are my colleagues. And it's like, no, they're not. Mm-mm. We, your constituents, are your colleagues. Mm. We all got together. We chose you mm-hmm. as a representative voice of for us. Yeah. Go and do your job on behalf of us, not to share a salad and break bread and 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 not We're follow promises to us. Like, I don't give a fuck that you golf with that asshole. Yeah. Twenty years ago, I don't give a fuck about that. What That's- I care about is the fact that people ain't eating right now, and it's getting real tight. Um, yeah. So maybe do your job. Do your job. I just that, and that's why I think that the old leadership is so afraid of these new progressives Mm -hmm. coming in. Those kids are coming in there to shake the table, and they don't like it. (laughs) They are fucking up the the status quo just by by saying what they say. Like I loved that AOC was like, "That's nice that you agree with me, Ted Cruz, but you tried to have me killed, so I'll work with anybody else but you." There is no finding common ground. We do not have a common ground. When you want me dead. And I'd like you to fucking like resign. So where does that leave us? <laughs> yeah, it, that's not a balance here. That's, that's, them's fighting words. And uh, she's, she, she, gloves are off. Good. I'm fucking pissed and I don't blame her. Yeah. I don't, what, I mean, I still, I keep saying it. I don't know how you'd work with someone like that. I, I, yeah, you've been tweeting that a lot and I've been thinking about what is that? What is that to get into a room with people who you know want you dead? Like you can't get any more toxic than that. No, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I've had people, you know, slice me with dirty looks and I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But to actually know that these people are trying to sneak in guns to the house floor. Yes, but they are getting the guns in because they are refusing to have their bags checked. Right. And they get what, like dinged with like a five grand Big fine they're making a point to say how easy it is to get these guns on the floor it's exactly. worth it. it's worth five grand for him to do that to or, say oh girl the the ultimate karen who who's <laughs> directions on where to find people during the insurrection come on how is she still having a job how is i she don't st- understand it and then the other one who's chasing a child down the street to say he was a false flag after a traumatic experience of oh, being so embarrassing for getting shot up and i'm like you really 
they saw this and they were good. We're not, yeah, we yeah, are yeah. never going to be safe <laughs> because people just fine. They saw you and how you move. And I know all of that came up while you were on the campaign trail and people were like, I'm good with it. Yeah. No problem. I just, I don't like speaking on behalf of white people because fuck them, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, white women are having a moment and I'm just like, how do I separate myself? I mean, what <laughs> obligations do I have? You know, I've already cut out all of my family members who are toxic and racist and all that. And there's just no talking to them. It's just, that's the way they are. And right. I haven't spoken to my father since I was 14 is the last time. Cause he's just a virulent, nasty, toxic piece of humanity that's generous i'm trying not to you get into you can cuss on here oh he's just he's just a he's a wastrel how about that <laughs> thank you so like you know and I, I i i don't know what to do beyond that i'm not you know I, I a lot of soul searching there like how do you combat you know just pure idiocy these people you know these karens are just so I haven't been to Florida in about, I guess, a half a decade. And so it's, it's, it was before Trump was in office. So that was sort of like the last I, I glimpsed of, you know, the turning point, I guess, for the red state, for the red area, mm-hmm. for those people, those people. I, I don't know where I'm going with this, just to say, like, I, I'm at a loss for words. I, I'm, I'm watching a friend of mine from high school turn into like a total QAnon weirdo. God. I and this get is awesome. it. This is like she, you know, she's she's had every advantage in life. Like, there's no reason for her. She's intelligent. She was intelligent. <laughs> I, don't know where, I don't know where her critical analysis skills went. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. We got a long, a long journey of deprogramming, Man. mental health. You know, yeah, I feel like this pandemic has has really highlighted a whole lot of shit. I mean, it was already happening even before the pandemic. Like, man, people got time and they're thinking too. And they can sit down and watch 40,000 hours of YouTube and just get radicalized as every fuck. There's no lack of places for stupid shit to find its way to them, for them to eat it wholesale. Because what happens is, I read an article recently where they were just kind of like, these people find themselves in whatever thing that they decide to take in as gospel. So like they see themselves in those other people because it's not like they want us to think that it's yokel yokels and clean no, no, no. people have money yeah. they have education they're they're middle class upper middle class. i mean they're flying in the pj to go run up in the capital you know what i'm saying yeah. like they're they not they they're not broke they're not dumb these are people yeah. with degrees that one cat that they caught the other day um that they locked up yesterday i think who was writing all this um bullshit to try to get black people to not go vote in 2016 where he set up a like this fraudulent shit where cats would like text this text vote right. this number so you can vote for blah 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 instead of going to the polls and yeah. like 5000 people did that shit so they caught the cat and he was a he was some bitch from Florida who moved mm-hmm. to New York after college oh, I saw living that. on the upper west side he yeah. was an economist or some bullshit like that he started that bullshit in his 20s Mm-hmm. You know, every time there was some bullshit to be spit into the world, he was Johnny on the mar- on the mark with some fucking bullshit for Trump or whatever. And right. they put him in the bing. They arrested him yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, that's it's what's not scary. dummies. 
It's not trailer park, you know, you know, whatever sort of banjo playing myth that you've created in your head of what a Trump voter is. These are, these people are scary because they have money, they have access. Yep. They have power, they have connections. They have time. They have time. I mean, that one dude in Florida, the, the, the horn dude. Yeah. The shaman. Yeah. The stay at home dad whose wife is a doctor. He's like a brain surgeon. Yeah. So, it, you know, I'm, I'm sure she was like, oh, you know, go to DC, have your fun. She was happy to have him out of the house. <laughs> and then here he is like all over the internet is like that idiot. So, it's like the girl who aired her mom out when she got duffed out by the, by the yeah. security lady who was like, you told me not to go to Black Lives Matter protests because they were way too dangerous. Is this you? <laughs> yeah. yes. I was like, how are you getting aired out by your kids? For garbage. Say, much respect for gen z out here on their tiktok and and you know yeah man they they're i'm telling you they don't want no parts of these kids those kids are pissed they ain't getting none of the stuff they're supposed to get they're not getting the relief that they should be getting the world that they're getting is not better than it was before they were born it's worse yeah all these old motherfuckers are just out here just squandering it all they don't give a fuck because half of them are one foot in the grave and they don't give a shit They're like scorched earth, this motherfucker. They like don't. The older they are, the worse they are. They're like sociopaths with it. They're like, yo, I got mine. I don't give a fuck about y'all. That is that, and that that is my family. Like, so it's it's like my uncle, my aunt. Like, they are typical boomers. Just all for me, mm-hmm. all for me, none for you. They took that me generation shit fucking seriously. And they'll die, you know, holding on to all that perceived. Yeah wealth and, and and they don't care you're absolutely right they don't care they don't have kids i mean even if they had kids i'm not sure that they would care it's just that mentality extrapolated over millions and millions of times it's like yeah and i mean it, some of it trickled down into their fucking kids too they're the same fucking assholes you know what i mean yeah but so, generally speaking it's it's yeah i will be happy when they're gone <laughs> I, will be, I mean there's a few exceptions obviously right Jane Fonda's out here getting arrested every Friday. Still out here looking fabulous while she does it too. <laughs> she, she just she like, oh, got arrested again, again, again. <laughs> I have a fucking leaderboard out here. Yeah, like me, motherfuckers. Burger served, arrests, served. <laughs> and I have all the fly fucking shots. <laughs> so yeah, with a few notable exceptions, but otherwise the rest of them go to go to hell in a handbasket. They can as as jump that. right down into a volcano, and I will not give up. <laughs> There's something to be said for Midsummer, you know? <laughs> you know, I still haven't seen that movie. Okay, I won't ruin it for you. Don't, so. don't tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> okay. I to get back on track, because, you know, this okay. is the other stuff, the other things. Um, what advice would you give someone interested in your work? Shut up and do it. Shut up and write. <laughs> I mean, you know, writers write. That's, everyone always says that. Um, if you're trying to break in and get paid, I mean, everything is about connections and who you know. Right. So trying to make those connections, try to, you know, be a person of, of your word, deliver what you promise. Um, I mean, this, this is applicable across any variety of like industries. Um, the specific advice, but you just gotta shut up and write. I'm telling you as I'm telling me, like I, you know, it, it's a big thing and it's weird because it's like, when I sit down and I'm writing, it just calms out. But the hardest part is just sitting down and, and sitting making down the space. It. It's practice, yeah. like everything else. It's like you want to be the best in whatever thing you're doing. You got to just go give yourself 
just go do the shit. Like you said, like, you know, like I had on um, Super Talented Chef um, on this week, this, well, the most recent podcast. And she was like, you know, I just practice. Like, if you want to be good at anything, you just have to practice and master your craft until you've got it. And yeah. even still, you still got to keep doing it. Yeah, nobody's, yeah, your final draft is never going to be perfect, right? Her right. exit play could always be a little bit better. You know, there's always room for growth and improvement. I think with writing specifically, once you get into the habit of doing it on a daily basis, you just find yourself wandering around, you know, grocery shopping, in the shower, whatever. And then you're, you're, you, you start writing in your head. You're like, this could be a good narrative. This could be a good point. You know, it just starts coming to you. But, but you need to sort of get in that habit of every day doing it. It really is like every day, just make the space to do it. It's like they tell you, it takes you 21 days to form a habit. Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of like that, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, there's like an app called Habit Bowl that I, I like because it's like, I feel like I get a gold star. Like, oh, you wrote today. Ding. <laughs> you drank 100 ounces of water. Ding. It's like, you know, I'm an adult, but I still like my gold stars. So. Right. I mean, that's kind of like how the whole thing of the Apple Watch works. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's good for you. You closed your rings. And I'm like, you're yeah. <laughs> when I get the big sparkly notification on my, my watch telling me that I've closed all my rings. It's like accomplished. That's nice. I like that. <laughs> I like it, too, because it makes me feel like I've done something or if I get my little badges for some specialized whatever, because it's all about, you know, getting people to do stuff. Right. So yeah. If you're gonna give me little stars and shit, well, I guess I'm gonna have to do it. Never too little star. Never. 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 <laughs> Never too old. Okay. So uh my last question is what was the worst job you've ever had? Oh man, there's so many. <laughs> Just pick one or two or four. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the common thread that makes a job bad is 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 a bad boss. Absolutely. People don't leave bad jobs. They leave bad bosses. Yeah, bad people. So a lot of like toxic work environments that I worked, I mean, naturally, I worked in the music space, right? Publishing music magazines and things like that. So music, you know, it's probably one of the final big industries that's yet to have its true Me Too movement. True. Me Too right we're still yeah, waiting itself will clear it out rock and roll is another one to clear the whole motherfucker out fucking class that's why i think getting cleared out for a minute oh yeah totally oh it's uh, opera singers are fucking worst um mm -hmm. yeah so it, i was like oh, damn yeah it's gross it's, it's you're like ew really you um <laughs> that's not fair because a perpetrator an abuser can look like anything like it doesn't right. even need to surprise you it's just it's a mentality it's not even like anything to do with anything except for just the need to, to have power over someone. Yeah, it's all about dominance. It's gross. So working in, in those spaces specifically, with one exception, I had one job where there was just sort of mutual respect among all of us. It has always been sort of a toxic environment and it's always about like trying to establish boundaries and, and having them walked all over. It's, you know, misogyny, you know, not getting paid what I was worth, finding out that a subordinate was making double digit percentage more money than I was. That's that bullshit. Knowing that he was doing like one third of the work I was doing and, and the work that he was doing, he was passing off to my assistant to have her do. Wow. It's that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't want to name names, but um, I don't, I don't, you know, these are sort of universally terrible things. And yeah, so I just, there hasn't been like a job except for that one place I worked 
um, which was a blog, <laughs> where where there was mutual respect among among the group of us. Other than that, pretty much every place is just, you know. And I don't know how much of that is is the bad bosses, because I mean, hi Jack. Um, here we go. The cat has entered the chat. <laughs> I warned you, and here comes his here comes his butthole. Here oh. comes the butthole. There it is. Hello, Jack. Thank you, boo. Um, I, say, I don't know how much of it is like if I had if I had been able to have stronger boundaries and stood up for myself all along the way instead of getting to a point where I just like flamed out. Like I don't know. Like could I have survived in that place, keeping my sanity intact, or is it up to me to have to do that? Like why do I have to have that onus put on me? Why can't I just? Right. Come just in go to work and not be bothered. Just get paid yeah. for the work that you do, a fair yeah. wage, and just fucking be left to your own devices. Like, yeah. I keep saying, like, you know, the best thing that could happen would be what I do not being necessary. Mm-hmm. Because what I do is necessary because no one can be trusted to do what needs to be done. And right. so, and more often than not, you know, a lot of organizations hide behind <laughs> what I do to, to increase the bullshit on their employees sometimes the the better places do not the worst places absolutely the fuck do or they won't let you do your job you can take them to the water but they won't drink and i think the biggest mistake was one of my first jobs at that very posh publishing company that i worked at and assuming that hr was gonna you know i was young i was dumb (laughs) i don't work for (laughs) y'all hr was there to like back me up and it was like no they were steering me down a a path to to protect themselves correct employees and you know to hell with you correct i mean no shade but like hr is not there to Mm -hmm. um protect you Mm -hmm. um the best hrs try to have a happy medium where they they point you in the right direction that's best for your for you and they also advocate on the other side as well those are the best kinds of hrs but for the most part that sounds like a lot of work it is and people do not like to do work. They don't, <laughs> which is why they pick a side and stay there. Yeah. <laughs> and usually it's what the you, side of management. <laughs> what you just described sounds like utopia and so therefore expensive. And so therefore. <laughs> <laughs> therefore they're like, fuck that shit. Yeah, we want the roachy shit. Give us the roachy shit. <laughs> Give us the roachy shit. We'll, 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 we'll reinvest that money into stock buybacks and, and provide value for our shareholders. Like uh, that's- <laughs> everything. Until they get played by a bunch of cats who are fucking individually trading from their kitchens. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I, you know, what I'm, what I'm really happy to see is, is these, these media companies starting to have unions like the New Yorker union. And mm-hmm. I mean, the myth of the union busting and you know you and i we watched that reagan doc and fuck mm-hmm. that guy and Boy, uh, yeah i hope he's sucking dicks in hell he's the I, you know guy. really i i didn't know how much i hate i always knew he was kind of oh i hated him i was a little kid and i hated that cat and i didn't even have the full story on why i knew mm-hmm. i knew you know he was no good I and mean, he wasn't like 40 years later we're, we're still suffering the repercussions i mean he's the, like i said on one of my podcasts he was the prototype for this whole shit that's not i mean it was so eerie to hear him say let's make america great again it was like you know like trump ripped that right wholesale he wanted to be that guy where somehow he was beloved even though that guy the funny shit about it he's the worst of the bunch and he and he set the motherfucking plays for them but that Mm -hmm. motherfucker could not get elected now 
Reagan. Reagan couldn't get elected now. It would be funny. He's too conservative. <laughs> well, not conservative. He's, he's too, um, I don't mean conservative in like a political sense. I mean conservative in like the way he would stoke enmity among his followers. Like he wouldn't have that sort of brashness that would be appealing to this group of no. people now. And he, you know, people would like tear him down because he was a doddering idiot. Like he was an actor playing a part very well. Yeah. And you know, yeah, he, he wanted all of the support in the back to keep him he up. Right. Everybody thinking he was a cool grandpa who was really into jelly beans. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the best jelly PR beans. game in the world. Seriously, like they were like it was like a what is it called the 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 shuffle? Like you look here while I'm doing this. Like uh -huh. look to your left. It's a little sleight of hand. But, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, he was good at that type of shit. I I didn't buy it, not for one bit. But then again. You know, I was growing up in the South Bronx where he yeah. sponsored all the crack. So right. I knew yeah. he was shit. <laughs> I knew he wasn't. I was originally ensconced in our in in Naples, Florida, you know, the the the, the hotbed of rich conservative, you know, old people, his mm -hmm. bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Um, having nasty my sister, God bless her, she would have these nasty drag out fights with uh, my Republican grandparents, and it would just mm -hmm. always like this close to an entire dinner table flipping. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> just nasty. Like dinner conversations went from like, oh, it was it was hilarious. All all because of Reagan. Well, well if you don't like my Republican that value, if you don't like my Republican dollars, we're not gonna pay for you to, you know. <laughs> always with the tether. Always, the always holding that carrot over your face, right? Yeah. yeah. Always, 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 always. So I just kept my mouth shut and I got paid. <laughs> I was like, I'll pick my battles and I'll, I'll become like a flaming, you know, li li liberal, you know, super progressive, I vote for Nader kind of shit. And I'll do that quietly away from the dining room table. And, and like, just, I'll, be, I'll talk my shit online, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's cowardly, but you know what? I, 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 I needed to make my way. So that's, I mean, you do what you got to do until you don't have to. Got to, and I don't have to anymore. That was a long time. It was like 30, 30 years ago, 40 years, 30 years ago. God, yeah, where's the time going? <laughs> it's like, wait, hold on. Let me do some math. I'm not that fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Jimmy Carter back in the day. I was like, no, no, you weren't even. Peanut farmer. <laughs> I love how all of like, they were like, oh, well, you know, he was racist too. I was like, he was a peanut farmer from Georgia. Of course he was. What the fuck is wrong with you? Everybody's a little racist. I mean, <laughs> A little sprinkle on top, and they were yeah. like, "Oh, well, yeah, he's a he's a you know kindly house building grandpa now, but he yeah. wasn't always." <laughs> humanity, that was some little whitewashing there. You know, God bless, God bless. I mean, he's done more to clean up his reputation than most of these fucking jabronis. Well, I also think it was you know I hate people fall back on the product of the times, you know, but the times haven't really changed that much. People they really want to act like shit was a very long time ago. A lot of those black and white pictures you keep seeing were actually in color. So yeah. I think seeing those images really brings it home that like it was like yesterday, like, you know, mm. yeah, around the corner. And just because you weren't born yet doesn't mean that the proximity of time isn't the same. Like it also right. isn't the same rate. It's just right. I don't know. Your personal experiences on the backdrop of historical significance. It's like exactly. And all that stuff, however not that long ago it was still has all the effect today like oh, we're seeing it we're you can pinpoint it. anything that's happening right now and it's a full thread yeah to... well, i think what's been really interesting to have somebody like trump in office is like 
the wounds, like I always imagine America as like a, a diseased body, mm. right? And Trump is like a, a boil that came to the surface, right? And so Breath now we yeah, we've lanced the boil, but the body is still diseased. It has been for a really long time. I don't like one of my favorite writers said, he said, you know, the mascot is gone, but the team remains. We're still, still. The it body is still dying. It's still diseased. From the, I mean, fish rots from the top. Yeah. You know if, we're head heal, down. if we're going to heal, it's going to take a lot of fucking work. I don't think people, I, I'm, I'm not seeing that people are, are really interested in doing the work they just want yeah. things to go back to normal and i've seen this i was like time. normal is what was killing us honeys like, what is normal normal wasn't good four years ago wasn't great sure Eight wasn't great like uh-huh. it yeah. hasn't been great forever i don't know at all <laughs> in this country's history when things have been great I, i'm i'm black so i don't think that existed <laughs> it's not a thing there is no make america great there is no getting back to there's there is a potential. I think with that poet laureate at the inauguration is like, we have the potential. Yeah. The hope is in the potential of what we could be. Like if you've got the bravery to get out and do it and see it, like it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> no, the husband's got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it Fix it in post. <laughs> and sometimes I don't even. I just yeah. Okay, just like hanging out with two friends. Like this We're is just hanging out. Sometimes doorbells ring. Sometimes cats give you the butt cheeks. <laughs> He's looking at me right now. It's scary. He's like, I'm gonna come show you my butt again. If you don't. Oh, he. Oh, he's cleaning them now. He couldn't clean them before he showed them to me. Oh, that's the worst with the Zoom call. See that space right there? Uh huh. On the sofa, Fenwick will post up there and just lick his nuts for like an hour. <laughs> Like I was having an interview and I was like, I was like <laughs> sliding over. Like you can't see that. Please don't look at my cat licking his balls. Thanks. It's natural. <laughs> I mean, they have to get them clean somehow, right? Yeah, rather that than have him storm on my bed and try to <laughs> see now we've derailed. <laughs> we've just gone off the rails. That's what cat we do mother. here. <laughs> like the it's the brand the brand yeah, wrong jellies, cat anus it's all <laughs> this is the second i think this is like the second in a row where my doorbell rang in the middle of the fucking thing because <laughs> you keep getting those amazon packages you get the packages it's true man uh, it's true like if a llama showed up tomorrow i wouldn't be surprised because it's that late night four o'clock in the morning like just kind of reading the, I like to read the um, strategist on, um, from New York Magazine. Like a lot of shit that I've bought off of Amazon is as a result of that motherfucking. They should cut um, you a check. They get me, they should cut me some money. I know they get money because I know they get their affiliates. Yeah. And I bought a lot of shit because of that. And I'm like, you know what? But I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well the pandemic was talking, pandemic as well as anything is need versus want right right like i i needed the liquor where, where are you at I needed this giant <laughs> bottle <laughs> this giant swell bottle i needed it i did it. I mean, yeah i mean you gotta get your hundred ounces in yeah this is a 40 ouncer is that a swell bottle it is i think it's like 50 bucks i know <laughs> <laughs> i needed it <laughs> 
I, I like this. It's a good product. It's, it's got, a very good product. My, my water's been cold for hours. <laughs> uh, pay me money. Swell. Yeah. Hey, get, get, get some ad dollars on this podcast. Off this bitch. I don't know. <laughs> that's a, that's some that's some down the line shit. I don't know who, who the fuck is this? Who's the target audience? They'll be like, People who like to rant? <laughs> Why not? People who are just looking for authentic connections with people who are just not posturing. I mean, this is about as real talk as, as anything. That's true. Ooh, talk about real talk. I wanted, I wanted to talk about that thread that, that I retweeted yesterday about how white people are afraid of real talk. Ooh, yes. Go flip out. I, I, like, to tr- I like to troll white people with that, though. Because, because I did that at my last job where... You know, my boss would ask me, how you doing? And I'd be like, I'm not doing well. <laughs> and she don't ask like, me how I'm doing if all you want to hear is good or fine. Don't ask me, bitch. I yeah. lost two people in my family. I'm fucking miserable yeah. and I'm swirling the drain and I resent that I'm at this job working on this motherfucking Zoom call with you right now instead of crying on my couch the way I want to. But all I say is, it's not a good day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of saying all of that, I just say, it's not a good day. Today's just not been good. Yeah, they flip yeah. out when you try to get that real talk on. Anytime I've been confronted with real talk, I don't know if I have, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to answer, how are you doing with, I'm fucking miserable. Thank you. <laughs> not good, <And> bitch. <laughs> not good. Not good here. Not great. <laughs> I, I I don't tend to shy away from No, no, you, you usually run full speed ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right into it. Yeah. I just don't see the value in placating, smoothing over. I would rather root out the problem and deal with it than pretend that it's all good. You are a rare, 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 rare jewel. Right? The- I mean, but what's the point of just sort of continuing to be miserable when you can just have it out? And just say like this is this is a problem we need to address it like I don't you know I I I'm with you on that like you know sometimes you just get tired of just kind of you know and it sucks that I'm trolling you by saying um no I'm not good today is bad yeah. I would like to be in bed with a yeah. big glass of gin next to my bedside like a proper glossy the- white woman yeah. <laughs> Why didn't, why wasn't that space provided for you? Why did, why was it so necessary for you to be back at work in a pandemic? Oh, cause you got to produce baby. You got to be productive, baby. I was talking about this the other day um, with some friends where it was like people who was, there was this woman who was on Twitter and she was like, I've worked from home for the last 20 years and I have never had as many fucking phone calls and meetings as I've had during this pandemic because people oh are really addicted to the cult of production and they really have to produce. You don't need eight hours to do your work. You don't. You can get shit done in a tight three to four if you keep it a buck. Most of the people's time at work is fucking off. Let's be like it's Facebook, it's Twitter. Yeah, and it's easier to fuck off now because you don't gotta fuck off on the company computer. You could fuck off with your little smartphone right in your hand. Yeah. An hour or two right there. So like exactly. I, I feel like people are sort of opening up their eyes and maybe that's why everyone's like trying to get the economy started again before people realize, oh, hey, 40 hours a week isn't fucking necessary. 30, right. like, 
we're looking at European countries are like, oh, they work 35 hours. How do they do it? And it's like, because it's compact, they're getting their job done and they're going about and living their lives. And they're being left to their own devices. The work will get done. Like That's you it. have to trust your employees enough where you expect that they're going to do it, which is the reason why all these fucking calls and all this checkups and all this shit is happening because they know people are at home and they think people are fucking off. Yes, they are. But they're also doing their fucking work. Well, there's, I think there's hard work and soft work. And by that, I mean, the hard work is actually doing the physical work, whatever that means. And then right. the soft work is like folding laundry and right. still problem solving for your job. Right. Like, and then it's the assumption that you're free yeah. because you're home. That's not the case. There's all that unpaid labor that you got to do while you're home. You got to feed them kids. You got to cook them the meals and, you know, fold that laundry and go take it to the take people shit to the cleaners stuff still has to get done but you're at home and you're working and your kids are homeschooling so you got to be a teacher a maid uh i mean and you still got to be whatever you are at the office or would have been at the office otherwise and people think that it's cute to just be like assuming that people just have time for all of that that is not realistic and it never has been people never have had time for all of that yeah well a lot of that a lot of that labor gets pushed off on the on the on the woman in the house too, and yeah, I've seen which that. is why a lot of women have left their jobs. Yeah, know. they left their jobs um, to to you know teach their children full time. A yeah. lot of women have left the workforce, and you know, and a lot of women got pushed out of the workforce because the major places where they work, like in retail and hospitality and all that shit, all that shit is dead. So, yeah. you know, they they in the house not getting paid. And I mean, that was the other thing too. They realized people, they didn't want to give people monthly checks to survive on because huh, what if they start living better off those, those, you know, rescue checks. God forbid. So God so, forbid. That's such a greedy, nasty mentality. It's so nasty and, and poisonous and toxic, that mentality that people, number one, that people don't, wouldn't intrinsically feel the need to, to work or be productive. Like respect work because you have been able to like take a breather and fucking not worry about keeping a roof over your head because you were being underpaid any fucking way and you were being yeah. exploited. Okay. No, it's, 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 it's exposing all the cracks in like our hyper-capitalist uh -huh. structure that, and, 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 and they're worried that people are not going to want to go back to their shitty Amazon warehouse jobs, or they're already back at those jobs working in unhealthy conditions. Mm -hmm. um, with no hazard pay. They won't even give them hazard pay, B. That cheap son of a bitch. I, like, motherfucker is making coin right this moment. He's blinking and making money. Yeah, no, he's he's a reprobate. He's a disgusting trash fire. Um, <laughs> but and I have lots of thoughts about him and, so uh, and that, other, that other four-letter monstrosity. Um, who I can't stand. Um, just billionaires in general, I really have a bone to pick. But um, yeah, I mean, just the thought that an entire group of people aren't going to want to work their shitty jobs anymore, or will expect to get paid, or will expect That's to work. That's the main fear. Those people are not anti-work. They're anti not getting paid to work. They're anti not, yeah, dehumanizing work that doesn't yeah. value them as, you know, you're just Humans. a number. You're right you, you're moving the thing along and yeah. they don't want for people to be like you know fucking what <laughs> you need to pay me what the fuck you was paying me when i was home please yeah. that's why they keep spitting out these little bullshit checks that 
I mean, grand opening, grand closing, as soon as you get it, it's gone, which is the way that you build back up the fucking economy. So imagine if people were getting that every month, you yeah. can bring back a whole bunch of shit without forcing people to go into toxic, literally toxic situations to work. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's, I don't know why we, we have this, I don't, know, I don't know if it's the country was just sort of founded on self-loathing or yeah. <laughs> austerity. Interest. Is what yeah. It is. It's just, you know, we talk about generational trauma. It's like just generational uh, ingratitude and toxicity. And I, I don't even know where to begin. And with then that. it's like rich people who never, ever have to worry about this as part of their life or their existence. It's who are talking the biggest shit. Like, yeah. Hey, rich guy, read the fucking room. I don't want to hear anything you have to say about anything. Well, when you have like, uh, you know, like a, there's that joke on Arrested Development. She's like, well, what does an egg cost? You know, $20, $25? You know, it's like they have no concept of like the data. Like, what does a gallon of milk cost? You know, $20? It's that like, big head in the White House thought we needed ID to buy cereal. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> cereal. He thought we needed ID. Get the out of here. That's how far removed these people are. They're just so out of touch. It's 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 so grotesque. Really living in the pre-French revolutionary sort of mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, how have the guillotines not come out yet? Like, wow. We I, I've been waiting for the part of the Hunger Games when the when the district started to rebel. <laughs> yeah, which district will we be in? Are we in I'm first- definitely District 10 because that's where the black people were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I mean, technically, a- it would be the capital because that's where it was a metropolis and it was, right. really, you know, whatever. But I'm District 10 <laughs> without the, you know, the field work. Yeah. I think about like people are like, oh, you know, Handmaid's Tale, turning into Handmaid's Tale. And all these people saying that think that they're all going to be handmaids. It's like, no, you're not all of us, bitch. Not all of us. Martha or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. plenty plenty of Karens lining up to be the girl that whips all the chicks into shape and forces them to have them babies. I could see that. It's all those trolls that hang out the Baptist. What is it that the, the, the those, those oh, Westboro. Yeah. Those guys, those guys. Cause they're pro birth. They're not pro life. No, they're not. They're champing at the bit. They really oh, are. They can't wait. <laughs> they think they have all the things in place. So all the cheats fully done and f- if they don't pack that motherfucking court um, <laughs> <laughs> unpack the court unpack the court expand the court that's what i'm saying pack it full of motherfuckers who got sense because <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to work as a country it's so disgusting when you think about like the senate you know what the democrats represent the democratic senators represent 41 million more people than the gop but somehow like, the gop got all the fucking cards and been running the table and McConnell is still out here being like, you know, throwing around threats. How is he? How is he doing that? I'm like, my guy, they had to pick him up and carry him out the fucking chamber when, <laughs> when the goons came that day. You're not going to fucking threaten me about shit. How about that? <laughs> they had to pick that motherfucker up because he can't run. Ew. Boy. <laughs> You're not going to tell me shit. This is what's going to happen. That's the problem. Generous, evil. Ugh. I'm the Grim Reaper. It's like I'm so proud of myself. We're gonna make Barack Obama a one-term president. Good, yeah, real good on that. Joke on your tongue, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even talked about minimum wage. I mean, there's just (laughs) which is another joke. It's a joke. 
$15 is already too little. That's very I wish we had this discussion 15 years ago when you could have made it 15 back then. And then we'd be talking about pushing that bitch to 22 now, because that's really what people need to live. Yeah. Like who, I mean, they really had people out here living off of $7. How? Raising families? They can't even do that in, in, I mean, New York is expensive, obviously, but you know, elsewhere outside of New York, like you can't live on that. You Hell can't. No. There's Hell no way. No. There's like no way. the cost of living keeps going up and the money stays stagnant. Oh, it keeps, no, the money's not stagnant. It's the money's going up. For rich people. For rich people. Yeah. But the money is all getting funneled up. That's where it's all going. It's going right. up. It's not going right. Up. You're right. For poor people, though, stagnant as fuck. Or or declining. (laughs) Or or declining. Like, I mean, medical bill. The jig has always been to just have haves and have nots. None of this, none of this upper middle or middle or any of that. None of this aspirational bullshit. (laughs) It's unsustainable. It's just, you know. None of this is sustainable. If we've not learned anything from this fucking pandemic, we learned how all the shit that they do is arbitrary and that all the bullshit that they put in place is not sustainable in any way, shape or form. The way it's always been is, is not the way it needs to be. Like we're all stuck in like the sense of tradition. Well, traditions have all been blown out of the water, right? I mean, I mean, the last guy in the White House was proof of that. He didn't yeah, do anything yeah. that was traditional. No, 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 no. He blew it. Like there were so many things that we assumed were laws, or assume and it's just it took one guy to be like oh i don't have to do this or even even if i am breaking the law there are no repercussions cool cool like oh i sent the goons here i'm just gonna go off to florida in my big house good luck everybody suck my dick (laughs) yeah and and chances are that he's he's not actually he's gonna fucking skate and i'm gonna lose my goddamn mind everybody around him is gonna skate and i'm gonna fucking lose it i'm gonna i'm gonna go nuts i am they're already grooming ivanka for a potential senate run Listen, get this bitch out my fucking face, okay? The emptiest of she's an emptier vessel than her fucking dad, and apparently worse than him. How are you worse than him? Worse, worse. She just has better plastic surgery. Yeah, and she's so ugly. That's a gag. Yeah, I can't look at her. It's like I can't look at her with anything. Like all of them, it's like Nosferatu. They like all bloodsuckers. And her shiny faced ass husband. Like what kind of fucking game they running? Like. Look oh at him. Like he's a, he's a failure. He, she married her dad. Yeah. A shiny faced, very well tucked version of her dad. Because that so, boy's face has been rubbed. It it has. It's 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 been robbed of like any like inflection or any sort of like you cannot make facial. any kind of a face. He's like if tapioca were a person. <laughs> but like, but like an evil dessert dessert. that's what he is he's an evil basic dessert like nobody likes no one likes any of them that's the gag like all they are dependent on that very small crop of loud and wrong people who love those motherfuckers down and i don't get it because they don't give a fuck about you and it is obvious that they don't give a fuck about you because they let your fucking ass die out here too I just don't understand that. I mean, it's that whole adage of like, first they came for, you know, X, Y, Z. It's like, they're going to come for you. It's just. Case in point, when the goons ran up into the Capitol, they weren't being specific about who they caught. They were catching any of them motherfuckers. It could have been Ted Cruz out there. They'd have pulled that ass over to the gallows. Okay. And, And that's the thing about a wild frenzied crowd like that, that I don't think people have much respect for. When people get in that herd mentality like that. Mm hmm. 
You're absolutely right. It doesn't matter what your badge says. It doesn't matter what party affiliation you have. They're going to come for you. Because a lot of those cats are anti-government full stop. So they about to come in there and wreck it all. Right. So are you anybody who represents that government they don't see it for can get it? Yeah. I just, it's, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, even this QAnon weirdo, like if they had captured her or Man. got her, Man. they wouldn't have known the difference. They'd it, have chopped it, her fucking head off too. Like none of them care. They don't care. You could be giving them the cheat codes on how to get to Nancy Pelosi's office. But if they ran into you on the way there, guess the Ooh. fuck what? Bye girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had, a, they had fucking gallows out there. I just gallows with multiple nooses out there. Like, yo, they, I'm never going to get over it. They were asking for Mike Pence by name. And my man yeah. was like, nah. And now he's homeless. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he thought he, you know, showing up to the inauguration, like some, like, it's the only presidential thing he's ever done in his entire term is like, just to not be an asshole. <laughs> just like for one day, just to show. And like, honestly, if he had not shown up, I I would have been 10 times happier. Like, I wouldn't have known the difference to be honest. Cause really uh, they put that boy in the corner and yeah, they pretty were. much ignored that ass for the whole fucking thing. Like, why are you here? I literally would have been like, no one invited you. You could have just not come. He didn't have nowhere to go. He homeless. He's homeless. <laughs> Where is he now? I don't actually care. Apparently, but he's he's couch surfing with the wife all over Indiana, and he only has like a few more months of uh, Secret Service detail. And I'm very certain the goons still want it with him. So, bless up, fucko. <laughs> I don't have nothing to do with Indiana. You can keep them. Listen, you are trash, and you weren't even his first choice. And look at you now. How are you, how are you not the first choice for that fucking idiot? That's embarrassing. Oh, embarrassing. I mean, just, mm, and you're just his butt boy for the entire time. And like, just sitting there, you had the chance to take a shot at the king and you didn't do it, dummy. The, the goons still want it with you. It didn't change anything, did it? Yeah. I mean, I understand getting death threats could be kind of intimidating. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> You're a publicly elected official. You're going to get your share. I mean, you're certainly not a woman of color in an elected position. So I'm I mean, sure you can't get any wider than Mike Pence. You're not getting the, the full brunt of the possibilities of colorful death threats the way AOC or Rashida Fuck. or Presley are getting or Ilana Omar. It's just. Um, wow. I'm certain they're going to start piling up on um, Cori Bush too, but Cori mm-hmm. looks like she can fight. So I don't think they want it. <laughs> Is such a breath of fresh air. I, I mean, she's, she's always been my fave. She's just like, she's like a real human being without the 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 hyper polished. There's no artifice with her. I love it. It's an artifice. That's the word. I love yeah. it. I fucking love it. She, she she's just like, yeah. You know, people need to eat. So when we gonna do that? I'm like, I love her so much. <laughs> to be said about electing women, especially electing women who have been through some shit. Yeah. Because now we get to elevate those issues on a national level. and Because they've lived that shit and they can speak from experience, not on some like weird shit that floats by on the transoms of their mind or whatever. Some real shit we actually had to fucking deal with. Yeah. We need more regular fucking people in office is what I'm learning right now. Just regular, smegular, degular ass people. Just let them go and run. There's a piece of advice for for the next gen. Go out and run for something. (laughs) For real. Because I'm sorry, them TikTok kids, kids could probably run a country. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, run for city council, you know? Yeah, I've been you don't watching gotta be 21, I don't even think to do that, so. No, I think there wasn't there like a 19 year old who was elected? I think so. I mean, there's that little asshole in the wheelchair who who <laughs> is 25 and he's in the Congress talking stupidness and you know he got in and he was doing revenge nudes on bitches. So, you know, bars I mean, in hell. He was doing the, like, I tried out for the Paralympics and then they called him out and were like, nah, <laughs> that never happened. So he's also. They're all liars. Like they lie off top. Just for shit. You don't even got to lie about. No one needed yeah, to do that. Thing. You couldn't have, you could have kept that. You're in the wheelchair. We'll take it. That's it. We're fine with that. We're cool. Like you had a tragic no, car accident. Something happened. A terrible thing happened to you. And you know. You're doing what you got to do. You're, you know, like, oh, I was accepted to the Naval Academy. And it's like, that is a verifiable fact that people will be checking. Right. Like, like the, the dude who said he was a ranger, like he went to the school, but like just probably stood in front of it or something and didn't actually do anything. I look, I got a picture of me in front of NASA HQ in Fort Lauderdale. Like, does that make me an astronaut? I mean, I have a picture of me in front of LaGuardia High School. I doesn't mean <laughs> I went. I mean, I auditioned but I didn't get in. <laughs> There's a photo of me in front of the Louvre. Uh, does that make me, uh, P not Picasso, <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci over here? That was, that was Apparently, I mean, you, you get whatever it is you're standing in front of, whatever's in there, you get that by osmosis. Just by Oh, studying. osmosis, totally. That's a fact. I, I mean, a that science in fact, guys, and we don't like science. <laughs> I do that in... in in high school, come on, you just need to touch a book to, to <laughs> you get all that knowledge. Acquire all of that knowledge. Yeah. Uh, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> we have sufficiently gone off book. <laughs> we have totally gone off book. But let me just do my Joe Biden real quick. Come on, man. <laughs> you shut up, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's <laughs> like, my favorite. <laughs> That was my favorite. He was sick. He was really thinking about fighting that dude at that debate. I really think he was. I think he wanted to throw hands right then. And if he had swung on that bitch, I would never have recovered. I really, I really would never have recovered. And I, I might have thrown a bunch of money on his goddamn thing too. Like, oh, totally. Oh, totally. I would have like cash guns of money on his shit. Vote. I would have voted on their behalf. Like, I'd I have voted for like everybody in my lineage. What do we? <laughs> A goldfish I had in high school would be. You punched that dude in the face at that shit the way he really wanted to. I just swear I would have never ever been able to be picked up off the floor. <laughs> I am not an advocate of voter fraud, so everything I just said, everything we just said, was a joke. All jokes. You just got to be real clear with people, because yeah, people are stupid. People are stupid. Like you try to tell a joke and bitches are like, "What?" I'm like, "Have you forgotten what jokes are?" And you're like, don't well actually be poor. Like, I don't like, come on, man. It's a joke. Get out of here. If you're, if Move around. Yeah. If you're about to say, well, actually, I really need you to stop, reconsider, and then shut the fuck up. That's it. In that and, order. That's a, and that is a good place to end. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where can the people find you and what are you working on? I am working on my first screenplay, uh, among other things. I've got a few irons in the fire. Um, irons in the fire. You can't find me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I'm there uh, screeching like a like an electric eel. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> uh, Angelina Darling, that's my Twitter. 
Uh, don't try to find me anywhere. Don't come at me at LinkedIn. None of that nonsense. I'm not there. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> is that appropriate? Is that how people do it? Is that how? I don't know. I, I feel like people use LinkedIn wrong. Like somebody invited me to a white party on there and I was like, you know what? Just throw the whole thing in the garbage. Throw it all in the garbage. Facebook. It's not that. It's not. And Facebook isn't good. You, like don't try to become something that's already bad. There's so <laughs> many things that are duplicating that terrible ass shit though. Like, I don't need this. Please leave me alone. Professionals. Well, mm, I don't. Mm, no. You mm. go there to find out what your friends do because you don't know. You're creeping. Yeah. So creep on your exes and your ex friends, and yes, yeah, let's okay. all be honest. That's, that's <laughs> literally it. Any there, thank you so much for My being pleasure. on Max and other things. This was a good time as always. <laughs> and thanks again. So that was my conversation with Angela Williams. It was so much fun. We went completely off book, but that is the brand. But it was so much fun, and I think a lot of a lot of points were made. Let's say that. <laughs> it was a lot of fun and I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. So now let's get into these key takeaways. Key takeaways. The blowback from whatever dumb shit you did is always an inevitability. Tessica Brown, formerly known as Gorilla Girl, which is more like Gorilla Woman, because that is a 40-year-old woman who put glue in her hair to lay her edges down. Just keep that in mind. Anyway, she's free of her glue prison. Um, a, a very talented um, surgeon, I guess the plastic surgeon, used science and intelligence to get all that shit out of her hair, and she still got all her hair. Good for her. Um, mama got up out there and was really still talking about going to get her hair done. No, oh boy. Any hooser, the inevitable backlash has begun. Um, mama was getting to the money. Everybody mad because, uh, she cleared like over 20 K on a GoFundMe, um, behind, um, you know, gluing her fucking head. And, um, she's got an agent now. She's going to stretch these 15 minutes. Um, you know, she she didn't scum out on it. She The whole thing about her engaging a lawyer turned out to be false. She refuted that and said she's not out here trying to do shit for clout and blah de blah And, uh, of course, people don't believe that, and which is, you know, fair. Um, and she's donating her money to um, people who had injuries or something. I don't remember. But she's doing some, some servicey shit with it. So kudos to her but you know I'm not really mad because Blanquitos stay doing dumb shit and get into the money like they be getting basic doing basic fucking shit on the internet and just clearing long coin remember that lady who randomly bought like a Chewbacca mask and was sitting in her fucking car and just was cackling with this fucking mask on her head and the bitch got stupid money and ended up on Ellen and her kids got motherfucking scholarships to college and bitches was like just making it rain on her she sat in her car and cackled in a, in a goddamn mask and that's what she caked off on i mean it's literally nothing that that damn daniel kid um because he was going up for some boy in some tight ass pants and some vans and they ended up on ellen too with a long check from her whatever her fake nice ass and um they caked off why can't tessica make some money off this dumb shit she did i mean Everybody doing it. 
Why the fuck it got to turn into something different? Now, mind you, I'm not going to go up on some that bullshit that everybody tried to do with the whole uh, you anti-black if you if you think she, what she did was stupid. I mean, I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to say it again because people are dumb. Um, I'm not going to turn it into a goddamn uh, thing to 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 start marching in the street over. I'm not doing that. She She's a 40-year-old woman. She's grown as fuck. Like, you know better. Like, you literally know better. Like, you decided to try this shit out and it worked too motherfucking well. And now here we are. Cake the fuck off with an agent. Why the fuck not? So, hey, good for her. I don't give a shit. I'm not getting none of that money. I don't understand why people get mad over shit that don't really have nothing to do with them. But, you know, that's me. Key takeaway number two, the Texas snowstorm. My God, there is nothing in this country that you can't point to where there's some racism involved, where there isn't some goddamn racism involved. Now, when this shit first jumped off, it's still going. It is a fucking shit show. Texas was not prepared for this by any stretch of the imagination because they normally have a mild winter and, you know, that's just what it is. So why would they prepare for some shit that they never had to fucking deal with? Um, climate change. Any hooser. And climate change don't just mean it gets hot. It means you get weird cold shit in places where you normally don't. And you get weird hot shit in places where you don't. And you get weird, um, weather events. Because the fucking earth is like, we sick of your shit. We gonna cook you bitches off of here. Fuck y'all. That's pretty much where the earth is with us in general. And I get it. Anyhow, basically once the shit hit the fan... Um, they started doing rolling blackouts. Rolling blackouts means they shutting off some people's lights and keeping on others. Guess whose lights went off? The black people, the poor people, and the people who ain't got money. And that's pretty much covering the poor people. So that's what the fuck happened. People had to get out in the streets and shit and drive on roads that are not plowed. Their bullshit-ass governor still hasn't called in the National Guard to clear them goddamn streets. Because what the fuck, man? Can you imagine... You pay long money to your motherfucking utilities provider just for the shit to go completely out and leave you ass the fuck out burning shit in your house to stay warm. Cats is dying from motherfucking carbon monoxide poisoning because they had to fucking go in their car to get warm and they didn't fucking open their goddamn garage doors because it's cold as fuck and cats have died. Like, seven so far have died you know bringing in the grill and shit so they could warm up the fucking house the fuck what the fuck guys this is a whole state in this motherfucker and like before all the people from the east coast start wilding on some bullshit which you could always show some grace a little bit you know what i'm saying this is the kind of thing you should probably show grace for not bullshit like bitches talking crazy about black people or whatever the fuck this is the kind of shit you should go show some motherfucking grace for. Oh, we live in the East. We, we're prepared for this shit. You guys are freaking out over two inches. Yeah, because they don't do this shit. We do this shit. Give them some tips. Don't fucking be an asshole and pile on. They've already got enough fucking problems. Their state is fucking letting them down and they out here fucking freezing. And the reason why, as always, greed. Um, They basically have their own fucking um, grid. They're not linked up to the national grid like everybody else. Because there's the East Grid and the West Grid. West Coast Grid, the East Coast Grid. Um, they decided they ain't going to do that shit because they didn't want any fucking federal oversight. And this is some shit that they've had in place since FDR. 
And, you know, I also I think it's because they thought they were going to fucking secede from the union so they should have their own fucking grid. But, of course, because they have their own fucking grid and they're anti-science and they're anti-regulation, um, they let niggas just decide what the fuck they wanted to do. And what the fuck they wanted to do was not winterize the motherfucking, um, you know, place where they get the, the fuel and shit from or whatever. So they didn't do that. So what happened? The shit went down immediately when the when the increase in usage happened. So what happened? They shut down all the people who ain't got no money. They got the whole motherfucking city downtown that is goddamn abandoned with empty ass building lit the fuck up. So you can see from your dark ass house, if you live near enough, that the skyline is bright as fuck, full of... Em- <laughs> they got the empty goddamn buildings warm. And all the people who might live right outside of that are sitting in the fucking dark. And risking it all, trying to stay warm. People are fucking, like, sleeping in front of fireplaces if they have it. They they fucking, it, it's, it, imagine, you fucking live in a place, you pay your bills on time, because you know, you know them motherfuckers is asking for their money every fucking month. And if you didn't, if you ain't had any money, they were shutting your shit the fuck down. You pay that, and they close your shit off for shitsies because they couldn't be bothered to maintain their shit and no one in your state likes science or common sense but they do like money and um fuck you it's all about their bottom line so now you're freezing to death in your house like shit like this happened in chicago and cats was getting amputated they couldn't keep the numbers of amputees out the hospital that shit is fucking crazy to me in an american city an american state like we supposed to be the pop in this place on earth and every time there's no lack of ability to show us there's no lack of a time that doesn't show us that again america's branding don't live up to the reality like we really are a, a alleged third world country with a gucci belt on like we really are out here with like bald edges in these streets still trying to wear the finest wigs that don't even cover them fucking edges like we out here bald and stupid and we still want to be on some let's police the world shit like they really want to go back to that shit after four years of trump and every chance we get to show the world that we ain't about what we talking about and we still want to be like well we're gonna do um xyz to your country if you don't do what we say you should do the only response to us going forward and from forever to be honest is go fuck yourself Get your lights on and then come back to me. Like, literally, what the fuck can you tell anybody else when you have this whole roachy situation happening for yourself? So, like, of course, it's always racism and it's always money. That's basically what it comes down to. There's not one thing in this country that you can't point to that is not built off some racist shit. From the filibuster to, like, redlining to, like, fucking, um, what's that bullshit that they're about to do again? so that we can have white minority rule for the rest of our fucking lives. Um, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I absolutely can't remember the word right now. But based on the census, they're about to do it again, and it's going to be like two states running the whole shit, like running the whole table because of it. Like like old guys, old white guys, forever and ever, amen, fucking everything up for the youngs, because why not? So, yeah, basically it's a roach hovel. Um, we live in, um, we can't go outside. You can't imagine, you can't even go to a warming center because it's like, what if someone in your home has COVID? What are you going to do about that? Like, it's a shit show, boy. It's a fucking shit show.
And people who thought we was going to be like in Nirvana within six months with this new administration, you were sorely, 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 sorely mistaken. Um, I mean, like FEMA's down there already, but they got their warm incentives and shit. But the power is going off. Like, it's a mess, bro. Like, somebody got to do something. Like, this is a mess. Well, hopefully it doesn't get any worse before it gets any better. But I I really, I really don't see it. <laughs> so that's me finishing up on a high note, as always. Anyway, that's it for this week's Mostly Max and other things. Thank you for coming by for more ramblings and rantings and interviews with my faves. I appreciate you. Um, keep washing your hands. Keep wearing your mask. See if you can get, get to the uh, vaccine. Um, I'm very excited. My mom got her first dose. I feel like I could breathe a little bit, so that's good. Uh, for those of you whose people have gotten it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and for those of you who've gotten it, um, bless up and... Those of you who are fighting the battle with COVID right now, I'm with you, and I, and I, uh, I'm sending you up some good healing energy, and yeah, wash your hands, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and I will see you next week, or you'll hear me next week, whatever. <laughs>